0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Above the Bar podcast, where each week we belly up to the bar with a new guest, find out what they do, who they are, and what makes them great. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. Alrighty folks, I almost forgot that the show was on. Cause I'm trying to get a hold of my kids to tell them to turn down the damn TV upstairs. Cause I can hear it all the way in the basement and I have my earbuds in. So I may have to, in a moment, you'll hear me tell one of my kids to go upstairs, but before then, cause that would put us above ground. And that makes absolutely perfect sense on a day like today. Cause right now I'm below ground in my basement at our bar, but we've decided to get above ground and to get above ground. We have to get, have a man who knows what it's all about to be above the ground matter of fact he's even got a podcast that tells you how to get above the ground so above above the bar is going to get above the ground and today joining us all the way from like 30 minute drive from the house i'm thinking like i don't know why we didn't like we if it wouldn't have been just creepy to invite some stranger to my house we probably could (laughs) have just done this but joining us all the way from about 30 minutes away we got mr tim patrick well
1: oh thanks man Great, uh, great little uh, intro you got there.
0: You like that? I I told you, I have, I never have a clue. People don't believe me. Like, I have no idea what my intro is going to be. They're like, you write those down. I don't know anything. It just happens. So, well, I appreciate you showing up, brother. I mean, it was pretty wild. Like, we realized in in this process. Please go tell your brother to close that door. I, I know you heard me saying it. So why, if you heard me, why? See, don't have children, folks. They hear you. (laughs) Know you. That they heard you, but yet they don't do shit when you ask them to. So, But Tim's joining us. Before we get into what Tim's got going on with Above the Ground and with his book, let's go ahead and knock some things out here. Over my right shoulder, we've got Sticker and a Cause. If you got something you're supporting, something you believe in, maybe you wrote a book, maybe you got a podcast, maybe you're trying to get an organization together to help support folks. Whatever it happens to be, you can reach out to me on Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, TikTok, Instagram. Uh, even our email, everything is the above the bar podcast. Send me a message. I'll let you know where to send the sticker free advertising. We'll throw the sticker up on, on the big board. We'll let everybody know about what you've got going on. Get you a little bit of uh, publicity for what you have happening, but talk about things that we could have happening, things that are going on for us, things that are happening in our lives. Let's talk about our sponsors: budget blinds of East green bush and budget blinds of Hudson and Cooksaki, New York, uh, Tim, do you have blinds in your house? It looks like you got some nice. We got behind you. Is that blinds? I can't tell. I
1: no, I just got some. Not here. I got curtains in here.
0: Got curtains, drapery. Well, that's a perfect thing to talk to those guys about because they, the they have it are, all. They have it all. They got all blinds. Right. They got shades. They got drapery. They can do valances. Everything that you order from them. Here's the biggest thing, folks: is it is custom made. They'll come to your house. They show you the product. They show they install the product for you. They work everything out with you. It's all in your home. It's not, let me go to the store, pick up a swatch, go back to the, my house. Hopefully it matches. You're not being charged for somebody just to measure your windows and you hope they get that right. You're not being charged for somebody to just show up to your house and tell you, well, it's $35 for me to show up. And if you purchase something, we'll take it off the price. None of that BS. Their, their, their in-home consultations are free. Their measurements are free. They're going to show you what the product looks like in your home. They're going to help you come up with a design, whether it be blind shades, draperies, even, you know what a plantation shutter is? I do not know. That's, in, that's shutters that go in your house. I think. And, okay. Are and, they like, they, uh, I don't even yeah, know, the, like they swivel. Is that They, they have the louvers, that good word? Yeah. The louvers. Okay. Go up and down all those different things. So look folks, if you're in the capital region, reach out the budget blinds of Hudson or budget blinds of East green, uh, budget blinds of East Greenbush and budget Blinds of Hudson and Cooksaki. Right now they're running a sale. Buy two uh window treatments, get the third one free. That's right. Buy two window treatments, get the third one free. That's budget blinds of Hudson and, and Cooksaki and budget blinds of East Greenbush. All right. All the stuff done, Tim. Awesome. It's all done. You gotta do it. You gotta
1: you gotta, awesome. pay, you gotta do it. You gotta pay the bills.
0: Gotta pay the bills. The bar the bar is open. We're right. We're ready to make things happen. So let's start right here. So you've got your own podcast and you copied my name,
1: which
0: I, <laughs> we both have you copied my name. And I understand that I'm a lot of people's hero. That's it's a joke, folks. Tim and I met. We've crazy enough, like I said, y'all have heard me talk about the pod father. Uh herb. Tim knows the pod father. <laughs> which is crazy to me. So, but tell us a little bit about, about your let's start with your podcast, brother. Tell us a little bit about what you got going on. Well, it's basically just uh two dudes talking
1: not so uh two not so normal dudes talking not so normal things like mental health. Uh Will, my co-host, uh co-creator, um we just we've been friends for numerous long time, very long time, um music pals. He's a he's a musician. So, we have that element to the show as well. But um we just, you know, we have kind of like you, we have these real conversations that Um, basically we try to get the conversation started. So we also throw in tips and tools to, you know, each episode has, you know, it's all mental health related, but each, each episode has, um, you know, somewhat of a, of a, of a a concept or title, you know, I guess you could say. So we kind of go off of that. And then, um, we also bring on guests every other week. We have, uh, every, everybody from, we speak with, uh, professionals, um, in the field. We speak with therapists, we speak with, uh, everyday people and, um, people that have lost, um, lives to suicide. You know, we've talked to numerous parents that have lost children to suicide and, um, you know, it's, it's basically because again, we have to get the conversation started to decrease the stigma and if, you can talk to somebody that has lost a child to suicide and hear their side of it. That can be a survival guide to uh, another parent out there. You know? That's a powerful conversation. It's a, it's a very powerful conversation, but uh, you know, a lot of people want to talk about it, but they don't. And it's like, here it is, you know, we're going to get real and, and we're going to throw, throw it out there and just get real with it. And you know, it's not to, it's not to like, you know, push somebody into talking. It's always, you know, they agree to talk about these situations, but it, again, it's, this is real life. You know, you don't, absolutely you, you can't really pick up too many um, videos on how, ha- on how to deal with a uh, su-
0: lo- loss of a, a loved one. So, so, you know, I want to kind of go back to that though. I mean, this isn't a, a typical topic that you just kind of, jump into and you go, I think I'm going to do a show on suicide today. <laughs> that, that's not how that conversation goes. So for you, what was your, what was your catalyst to kind of say, Hey, I really need to do a show about suicide.
1: Um, It's not specific to suicide, but we do talk about it a lot. Okay. Um, right. A lot of that stems from my own personal crisis and surviving through that, um, living with suicidal ideation. Um, and there was also another key factor was, um, I lost, uh, a very good friend of mine who I worked with for, you know, over 20 years to suicide. And it was just, it's, it was like, we had talked about it before this happened, but then that event happened and it was just like, this really needs to be talked about, you know? And I, Because I went through, I was I went through. If anybody's local in the five hundred and eighteen, I did a um, a five week program at Four Winds. Okay, and they they taught you all these different kind of coping skills, and they introduced me to DBT, dialectical behavior therapy. And so it's um I don't know have you ever heard of CBT, cognitive behavioral therapy? It's just a it's a certain I
0: I, therapy so. Here, here's therapy to me. It's Freud, mm-hmm. or suck it the fuck up, right? Like, like I, I and I don't mean to. No, no, me, that's fine. Don't think that I'm. I'm and that's down why we. It. And that's
1: why we talk. You know, that's why. And it, a little bit more on the. And we don't like. We're not specific to men's mental health, but we're two guys that do talk right. openly and we get vulnerable. Um, because of that, you know, it's like we we didn't know any better. We were told to suck it no. up. And, no one told us any difference. So that's what we did. Right. But you can only do that until it doesn't work anymore. And then you find yourself in a hole without any skills or anything that was ever taught to, to get out of that hole. And those were the skills that I learned at four Winds, And when I learned them, I was like, wow, this, this stuff really helped me. I, I continued my education. I, I, I just like took a deep dive. And just continued to learn, um, just kind of took every, like, book that was available that I wanted to, you know, ingest. I ingested it. And um, it just kind of more and more education on it. And that way I can, because if it helped me, I'm like, I'm not really that special. So it can probably help somebody else. You know, again, these are things that nobody wants to talk about. We don't learn them in school. Most of our parents don't know them. And we just were never learned. We, the, you know what I mean. I didn't know any of this stuff. You know, I'm 40 years old at the time, and I'm like, so it's okay to have emotions and feel them. Like that was the first time I had heard that my my life. You know, how (laughs) dare you? Right, exactly. How dare you? But I'm like, it makes sense. And as I'm learning it, I'm like, I always like to find. The like something underneath like why like people like oh do yoga and do it's like yeah, okay great But like why I would like to know the why and there's a lot of science behind a lot of these things that That do work, you know, and that can help people
0: Yeah, you know, it's funny that the stuff you're talking about and a lot of this You know what it sounds like to me and correct me if i'm wrong And what I like about it is most of this sounds like it's drug free It's, I mean, it's, it's what is it? It sounds like it's more like conversational, get it out in the open.
1: Yeah. I'm a big believer. Well, look at, there's, there's, there's also people that live with persistent, you know, severe persistent mental health issues, you know? And you know, that's another, that's a, a whole other level that yes, there needs to be medication. There needs to be, you need to be safe. And, and even, you know, I think if you're going through, if you have mental health challenges in your life, you may need medication to bring you down, but it's not something that you need to continue the rest of your life. You may need to, it may help you the rest of your life, but if it can help you enough to where you can become baseline and more, um, less emotional, more rational and concentrate on learning these skills. And if you can adapt these skills and put them into practice, into your daily practice and make them routines that can help you tremendously, like just getting a, a good night's sleep, you know, a good it meal, eating, that. eating, right. It's such power going out in the sun and
0: taking a walk in nature. Same thing. Well, I, I think, but you know, I, I think, I, okay. So I was just having this conversation today. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm curious of somebody who has taken, so I'm not a, I've never taken a deep dive into it. I'll be the first to tell you that most of uh, my experiences with mental health treatment are going to be family members that have done it, um, that have really, you know, it's been a big part of their lives. And I'm I, i going to be the horrible person for a minute and say that some of them, I, I feel like mental health treatment is an addiction for them. Um, sure. That's oh, not horrible. I Keith, mean, I'm sorry. I didn't even see, I didn't even even see my buddy Keith popped up that that's me. He's so, uh, no, it's absolutely not your Bob. You bottle up and repress the emotions and conduct yourself like an adult. Uh, yeah. CBD is talk therapy. Yo, that that's what I do. So, and, and Keith has battled demons upon demons in, in an interesting way, but is there a point though? So I like the, the communication therapy. I like that idea. I hear a lot of vets being involved with alternative, like, Hey, DMT, less, dr- less micro dose shrooms. Oh, oh, well, I'm going to smoke a lot of weed, you know, and, and, I always feel like those are band-aids on sucking chest wounds. You know, you're, you're they, not, they, you're they not- can be, but
1: they're all like, I know ketamine. We, uh, we just had a, a guy
0: who, uh, first
1: responder, um, severe PTSD and, and he went through the whole ketamine treatment and, um, it did work for him. There's things that do, you know, and that's, that's one of the main problems with this is it's not a one size fits all. The- it's, okay. in, it's it we have to stop treating symptoms and treat the person but i'm with you i am big because a lot of i know for me a lot of my problems are are self-inflicted it's my thoughts so it's thoughts perceptions and feelings and it's those things can wreak havoc if you have a different perception on things like you know hey, you know what? Like Today sucks. It'd be like, oh, Monday's bad. So in your head, now you're saying, oh, Monday's bad. Monday's terrible. Your brain is hearing that and it's going to pretty much tell you, guess what? Yeah, Mondays are terrible. Keep saying it to yourself because you're going to repeat it and it's going to come true. I mean, it's real. Like These are thoughts that we have and if you have enough negative thoughts, not only will they come true, but you're going to look for things to basically uh you know make them fit the agenda that it's true, right you're gonna look for the negative instead of looking for the positive you know it's something that you have to really like you you had said before about like not taking a deep dive it's like we all have mental health for me right pers- personally, I have to live it it's like if if there's some people out there that go to the gym and they and they they eat right and they do different exercises and they go to the gym like three or four times a week. It's just, it's the same thing. It's just, yeah, sure. I do, I do it for my mind. I do it for, for up here because I need to, if I don't like, you know, shit can happen. Shit can go wrong and I can hit a wall or, or whatever it may be. I need to kind of be proactive personally and perform routine maintenance as I like to call it. I mentioned it in the book. It's like you have a car or a motorcycle or whatever, a truck, you perform routine maintenance on that vehicle, right? You check the oil, you change the oil, you put, you know, decent gas in it or whatever you check the air uh, pressure and the tires, the air filter, all these things. But we as humans don't have this light that pops up and says, Hey, check engine. You know, if you're not paying attention, you know, you could trip. And, and if you're still not paying attention, you're going to trip over that same item multiple times
0: absolutely. Uh, well, and, and we're going to get into your your book here soon because I liked how you said it's not a self-help book or it's a help, um, yep, it's it's a help, a help yourself. yourself book, yeah. which I like that, but I, and I go I agree with the, you know, you have to find what works for for you, but I agree with, you know, there's a lot to this that I agree with. And it's that one, the one sizing and, and Keith says it. You know, a lot of, a lot of people use mental illness that they don't necessarily have as an accountability buffer, keeping them from, you know, being called on their bullshit. And, and I think that's absolutely right. Like if I told you, Hey, look, man, I'm, I'm clinically depressed. You know, you just got to bear with me. Every time you talk to me, whether you, I was truly diagnosed with that or self-diagnosed, you would remember that and you you would eggshell it with me. Well, I got to be careful with Murph and I can use that to say, well, it's hard to call me out on my real bullshit. If I use this other piece to it, which is terrible because it gives, it gives
1: other people that, you know, live with these challenges, a bad, you know, a bad rap, I guess you could say. And here's the piece. Here's the piece of that, that I want to add is like, so you say that you have this and you have in your struggle. Okay. So I'm going to take that into account. But if I personally decide to walk in eggshells, that's my choice. See, we have to have accountability for ourselves because if you say that I'm going to take it into consideration but i'm still going to be me. i'm not going to walk on eggshells. i'm going to take that in consideration and be like, "hey, you know, maybe ask a few questions if if you're cool with it, but otherwise, like it's not my job to manage your emotions and to I tip you to tiptoe around
0: your triggers. It's just not. It's not my job." <laughs> folks, <laughs> it's not everybody else's job to make sure you're happy. All right. That's not in my agenda. It's no, it's not it, never it, in my agenda. It, it's actually interact. what you're... I'm not going to be a douche if I don't have to be.
1: Right. What that but person is doing, though, me. is actually making things worse because it's it's manipulation at its core. You're manipulating somebody to do what you want them to do. <laughs> I can't read that, so you may have so to read
0: says, it. He says, I make everyone experience my autism because if I got to live with it, so do you, buddy. <laughs> 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 Folks, if you if you've never seen Keith, go check out all of his, his Facebook, YouTube. He's got Instagram stuff. He's a funny dude. Lives out in Kentucky. Great dude, Keith. You missed it, man. I just saw your boy Tyler Childers in concert. But Keith, uh, Keith's a, a great dude. You know, funny, funny guy. But but you know, I, I like what you say though about one size doesn't fit all. So I'm I'm a I've been talking about him last couple shows because I finished the book recently. I'm a David Goggins. Yes, guy. Um, my other two are Mark, Mark, uh, May, Mark Mason. Um, the the subtle art of not giving a fuck. Giving a fuck and, yep. And uh, everything is fucked. A book about hope. Yep. Those three books for a guy like me fit perfectly. Exactly. They're very well. relatable, and they and they helps me stay out of my own head. And when things aren't going the way I think they should, it helps me to go, I got to keep moving. Like my wife and I, we were, I said we were in Tennessee at a convention, so we're walking a convention floor. My knee hurts. And my wife was like, ah, maybe we should take a break. My knee hurts. I was like, that's just your body telling you, okay, there's something going on. Keep moving. Keep moving. And you know what? By the time I kept moving, my knees didn't hurt no more. And that was that. And I feel like that with business, with mental health.
1: There is a lot. I mean, like I said, it's a lot of our perception. It's a lot. And it's, you know, you're being a vet. So thank you for that, by the way. But being a vet, you know, you, you, you're kind of thrown into learning to adapt. Basically, you know, you're, you're in these adverse situations and you don't have a choice, but to adapt, you know, and that's, you know, and and exactly. I, I don't think we're, again, we're, we're not taught to, we, we, some people out are walking around there thinking that other people should adapt so that they will be okay. And it's, it's just the world just doesn't work that way. You, we need to take accountability for ourselves and, and have responsibility for our own actions. You know, it's like, I may be feeling something,
0: but what I'm feeling may not necessarily be true. I don't put you on the spot, Tim. Do you think that's a result of the trophy generation? I
1: think that was a variable. I think it was pro- it was even before that though. I think that it's been happening a long time. I think I think it's been happening a long time. There's a lot of variables in my opinion. Um the education system is one is I don't a don't much your opinion?
0: I want the facts, Tim. Tell
1: I don't me. have I don't <laughs> have facts, man. I I don't I don't um I go by what I what I see and um how I like I said I I like to to dig down and see what why the machine's working the way it is and how many cogs and what cogs are missing. And, and through, through my research, th- that's definitely one of the pieces, you know?
0: Well, I, I agree with you. Cause I think when you get into, you know, I, I think it's a, a trickle down from that though, because if I told you, Hey, trophy, 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 I, I need that sense of self-satisfaction. And then we came along and we said, Hey, we're not going to give everybody a trophy anymore. That, We learned that that was a bad idea. Now we have all these people running around going, wait a sec. You're, you're not rewarding me for showing up. Right. And we have an entire generation of people who are employed, who were told, here's your trophy for everything you do. (laughs) Now we have them out into a workforce that we're saying, that's scary. You're in a workforce where no one gives a shit. No, like show up and do your job and, and leave. I'm not here to make friends. Right, <laughs> right. Where, but that, I think that's my our generation. I'm 47, you know, where we're like, yeah, I'm not. I, I'm here to work. Right, like, there's two dudes in the warehouse that I like, uh, and that's because we both like the same sports teams. And and, and even those dudes, I'm not inviting them in, into my house. <laughs> you know, it, it, it's that kind of stuff, you know. There's a there's
1: a there's also a balance to it because you don't want to go too far on the other on the other end as well. And, you know, there's that whole, like, if you don't win you're, you know, if you're not in first, you're last, which is also on the other end of that, you know, extreme, you know, they're both too extreme. So you want to, to me, you want to walk the middle path
0: with everything. Like everything's balanced. You want to walk the middle path. I, I would agree with that. You know, it, you know, it, it, it can be said, you know, heck guess what folks, you may not like the Bible. Guess what it tells you everything in moderation. it it talks about that and the same idea and keith you're absolutely right we went from battle fatigue as a language to everything is ptsd and then when not everybody could have ptsd they all had to find a reason to have it because well i want that too i just recently (laughs) saw a thing and all right remember i told you it only gets to be one asshole right (laughs) <laughs> so I saw something and i'm because uh, we're talking about mental health and mental health is a big part of the above above i always want to call it the above ground podcast but it's just above ground podcast it's just because of mine being the it's okay yeah, yeah yeah big part of above about above ground podcast i recently saw this we have a large population currently that has gender dysphoria they all talk about gender dysphoria this is This is a very big thing we can go back 10 years ago and it was, you might've heard about it. You might've known someone I can go back to when I was very, very young and a friend of my aunt's actually had full blown surgery in the eighties. Wow. For for it, which is very, very rare. Um, but there's a whole theory right now that this is do you remember in the 70s everyone everyone had multiple personality disorder hmm. through the 70s into the 80s. And then it kind of disappeared. You never hear of it really anymore. Does it exist? I still think it's a real thing. It does. I think they call it something different now, is what uh, happened. Well, they they have uh it, it does have a, a different name. But one of the things that I think about with this is, and I wanted to get your thoughts since you do talk to a lot of these professionals, does mental health have a, and I don't really have a better way of putting it. And, and I just was using that one. Cause it's something that you hear about a lot with all the, you know, it, it's kind of the buzzword within schools and everything. Sure. Yeah. Does, does mental health have a flavor of the month? Meaning that society kind of, attaches to a thing and says, well, I want to have that so I can get that attention to when there's real people that are suffering from these things and really dealing with these things. But society as a whole feels like, well, this would be cool for me to have. Let me go ahead and attach myself to it. And I don't have it because I know people right. who really do have it, have really struggled with it and, and, and they're in the fight. Sure. To, to help themselves. But then we get these people that are like, well, I'm just going to dress like this, and then tell everyone I feel this way for the next couple of years. It's like I was really into hair bands. Now I'm into grunge.
1: I think it's I think it's less of a of a, a mental health as a whole saying uh, flavor of the week, and more of a culture. Okay, it's the culture of society, said, just, folks, and then the media. No, 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 no. And then, and I think the media takes things and makes it 10 times worse and pushes it down people's throats and they, and they hear the word trauma and they're like, Oh, well that sounds like me or what you know? And I think it, this is my personal opinion. Um, I'm certainly not the spokesperson for mental health. This, this is my personal opinion is it all, all of it, all of social media, all this, uh, you know, attention on all these things is it's a, it's a self-love deficit. Is what it is. So if I feel unworthy and I take a picture or I make a video and I've got 200 likes, well, guess what? I might be worthy then, you know, but then how many likes is, is, is worth, you know what I mean? Who, de- who determines how many likes? And then if, and if I, if I post a selfie today, that gets 200 likes tomorrow, I do it. And that may only get 50 likes. So now is my worth down. It's like, no, it, Where's my none dope of that shit mat- Right. None of that shit matters. None of it matters. At all, none of it, not a single thing of it. What matters is what you feel, what you f- and if you feel it inside and it's how it translates to your outside. If you can combine those two and make that kind of balance happen, that's all that matters. Just follow your path. Don't, you know, again, you don't have to be, an, don't be an asshole to anybody. You don't have to be disrespectful, you know, just be kind to yourself be kind, as, as kind as you can to others and just follow your own path. You don't have to do what everybody else is
0: doing and nobody has to like what you're doing. I don't think people understand that. That's, that is the epitome of the, of my, the book, the uh, subtle art of not giving a fuck. Uh, (laughs) That is every bit that book. So you've read that book. I take it.
1: I Uh, I have, but I I didn't take it from that, but I have read it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's it. That is absolutely everything I got out of that book was like, yup. Now yours is like, make sure I got the right one. Psychology, and, and Count. is that the right one? No, the name of the book. Yeah, what's the name of yours, Tim? Uh, Never underestimate the power of you. That's I have like. The I can see it. Tim, Tim kept trying to send me this book, and I'm a horrible host. I'm a horrible person. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> he tried to send it to me like ten times. I'm like, bro, your link is not coming through. Um. I don't know. I think Keith is telling me that uh, he's going through gender dysphoria. I'm not sure. Uh, It stems from people who have a lack of culture or other interesting aspects about themselves. And they decide to gravitate towards one of these personality defects that gets attention. Uh, Great host, iffy person.
1: (laughs) I think, you know, I think that as humans, we all crave, I mean, we're, we're gatherers you know we all crave that connection and if and if you know like you were said before 80s you know band 80s hair metal or now grunge it's because right. maybe that that grunge movement was here and everyone was wearing uh you know flannels flannels yes yeah. so yeah. now I'm going to because if I fit in it's 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 not like a i guess don't look at it as a negative or or you know anything like that just take all that bias out of it and just go, Hey, you know what? They're trying to fit in. I think what happens is when they push it on other people, that's when it becomes a problem. My personal freedom is I don't really care to have it done, but if you want to do it, that's fine, but don't push it. Don't bring it into the school district and teach kids and and all these different things.
0: Brianna says pastor bedtime. time. (laughs) She said it's past her bedtime, but she's hanging out with us. Thank you, Brianna. I appreciate you popping in and uh, finding us. But, but it is. So, what kind of, you know, you've got the show, you've got your y- things you've dealt with in your life. What made you think, well, hell, I'm going to write a book about it? Well, <laughs> I never really did think that, to be honest with
1: you. It, um, I, through my healing journey, I, um, Journaling was was very helpful for me. So I would start journaling and journaling and and um it for me it was a way to have to like improve my insight on things. So things would happen, I'd write them down and be like, you know, maybe Monday felt this, and you know, maybe Thursday I was super irritable in the morning, and then be like, oh, what happened? Maybe I didn't sleep on Wednesday night. Maybe I didn't eat eat breakfast Thursday morning, or or whatever it may may have been. So I just really try to look at like everything. Make lists, and so it started off as journaling. Um, from the journaling, I started to make these little memes and designs with like my quotes and certain things because I was like, "Oh, these are kind of cool." So I would make little designs for that for the podcast and stuff. And and um, one day I started showing them to my therapist, and she's like, "You know, these are pretty good. Like, you know, do you have more?" And I said, "I started showing her stuff." And she like "You should write a book." And I'm like, "Nah, no way. <laughs> I'm not I." Number one, I can't write a book, right? I'm not an author. So that whole story goes on. So I just kept journaling and journaling. And and then I would take the journals and kind of um, cut out the fat, so to speak, and just make these little like little statements and stuff and not really do anything with them. Um, And then one day I just decided to do it, um, you know, sort of for myself. Um, I talk about um, in the book, I talk about brain gremlins. And it's basically these gremlins that are within our bodies and they infiltrate your brain. And it's going back to how, how you speak to yourself. You know, they listen. They're with you since birth. So if you're like, oh, man, I'm no good. I'm dumb and I can't do this. Guess what? They're listening and they're just going to repeat it over and over and over. And then you're going to start believing it. So it, for me, it was to, to kind of silence the brain gremlins and just go, you know what? I'm going to do this. Whether people like it, whether it sells any copies, I'm just going to do it because it's, it's like a tangible item that I can hold and say, I did this.
0: Yeah, it was, I mean, it definitely is a sense of accomplishment and again, staying with, with our theme right now, I think a lot of mental health is a need for a sense of something. Sure. Absolutely. I I, look, I, I am probably the worst one for all this, Tim. I am because I, I'm that guy that goes, okay, I got it. You got demons. I, I'm not putting all my business out out here, but I've lived with my own. I've lived with other people's. Um, I have ripping anxiety for my time in the Marine Corps. Like it's stupid. Yeah, uh, I don't like it's silly. Like it's so level of silly. And you know what the I used to be the guy like all right, it's, it's coming on. Let me go for a run. Let me hit the gym. And I had an uncle. But
1: that's a But that's a proactive. That's a positive thing.
0: But you know what? It's actually, I had an uncle. And what, you ready for a mind blower right now? Yeah. I had an uncle, passed away this year, was uh, the last of the men in my on my dad's side of the family. Loved my Uncle James. Always talked to him. But uh, we were talking about it, He's like, Sean, I've dealt with it from my time in the Air Force and, and, you know, in life and everything. I was like, all right. He goes, I used to go for a run also. He goes, till my doctor told me to stop doing that. I was like, what? He goes... Yeah, my doctor told me to stop going for a run when I have an anxiety attack. Thank you, Brianna. I appreciate it. He said, stop doing that. He said, you're already amped up and your energy level is high. So all you're doing is teaching your body that when it's in that state to get even into a higher state so that you know what? I see your face. He said, what his doctor told him to do was sit down. And we just had a gentleman. Uh, Leland Holgate about two weeks ago. I the breath. Yeah, the breath work. Breath work. He, yeah. And his doctor, not saying breath work like yoga breath work, but the guy told him, sit down, calm your body, relax your body, let it go through the process of what it's doing. Don't fight it and try to like, to, but go through it. Sure. And that, that I, I understand for sure. Bro, was, uh, do you want to talk about mind boggling to me? I started doing that and just kind of being like, all right, it's hitting me. I'm getting heart palpitations and sucking for air. It must be having one. And I thought about what caused it. And then I started like. Sure.
1: Absolutely. I, yeah, yeah, for,
0: yeah. I could put on 35 pounds. Um, I'm a fat ass now. and But you, but you can
1: still, here's the thing. You can still run, but maybe don't use
0: it as an in the moment thing well yeah no i'm not saying don't run i'm just like actually yeah yeah trip. no i know i'm I have just, a just saying even running sucks even and- for
1: you but like sometimes what i'll do is even when i'm not feeling like super anxious what i'll do is even in the morning what i'll do is i'll tense up everything like i'll tense my muscles up and just like oh, clench really? and hold it for like five seconds let go and like shake it out and breathe and just keep breathing a little bit and it, it, it kind of releases that but You're right. You have to be able to sit with it. And I think that goes with all of your feelings, with depression, with any of that stuff. You have to be able to sit with it because eventually it's going to decrease, you know. And like you said, if you like you push on, you push on the bar, the bar is going to push back at you equally or more. Right. So the more you more you fight, the worse off you're going to be. You just have to kind of let go and let things fall as they, they may and don't put judgment on it. Just let go and go, okay, I'm anxious. Don't go, Oh man, I hate when I'm anxious. I'm always anxious. Cause then it's just making it worse. And then if you're like, I wish I wasn't anxious, you're fighting it. And it's going to make it worse. Just go. Okay. You know what? Here's a good trick. You're in a car, you're driving, and you see this, see the uh, sign on the, on the side of the road, you notice the sign, you read the sign and then you drive by the sign and you let the sign go. And you keep driving. That's it. Just because people come up and they show up at your door, they show up at your bar. Doesn't mean you have to let them in. If you don't want to let them in, you don't let them in. But you accept them and say, hey, you know what? I see you there. But you know what? I'm not ready to let you in just now. I'm going to breathe here for a minute and we'll talk.
0: I love it, brother. See, that's that's what I think a lot more people need to understand that, that it's like, even getting into um, where some of these emotions come from and where they they come from as far as like historically. Oh, yeah, that's exactly. You're absolutely right. I think a lot of us, we think like these are new emotions. Oh, this is just something created. But bo- no, like I'm I actually met a gentleman many moons ago. He was a double board, whichever one's an MD, is a psychologist. A psychiatrist. Everyone's think, got the MD. Okay. I think that I, – I yeah, thought, I think it's a
1: psychiatrist
0: because they can they can prescribe, admit. I think. So he was a double board psychiatrist that was helping out another Marine, uh, and we were talking, and we were talking about ADD, and this guy broke down ADD in a way to me that I had never heard. And he was like, I don't understand why they don't allow people in the military with ADD. I'm like, well, could you need to fucking focus a little bit? On-.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: he goes, other people's lives are at stake. He goes, no, it doesn't make any sense. He goes, do you know where ADD comes from? I'm like, "Nope." He goes, it comes from our hunter gatherer days. He goes, and when we would see a herd of animals or a group of animals that were running through an area and you needed to be able to pick out the one that was wounded or that you could hunt, you had to be able to hyper-focus and clear your mind of all the other animals. So you could focus and deal with that one and then move on to the next task. He explained that to me. And I was like, that makes everybody I've ever known that has ADD, I have kids with it. That do that hyper focus thing, that's it. So if you understand where it comes from, you're like, you know, you can actually kind of be a little proud of it in a way, and be like, I might have been a badass hunter in the back in the day or something. Like that. <laughs> exactly. That's you know? it.
1: You're absolutely right. You change your
0: perspective on it. it changes you, my. If, if you can't change,
1: if you can't change the thing, or you, you're you're up against something, okay, you can either try and fight it. Or you can try and change it, or you can accept it. If you can't change it, then the only thing you can do is change your relationship to it, change your reaction to it, and that's where the power lies. Because you're not going to certain things you can't change. Like if if it's raining out, I can sit there and pout all day and stomp my feet and create stress in my own body because it's raining. But if you really just go, hey, it's raining out, okay, and accept it. That's it. You know what? Maybe I'll go out and and dance in the rain or run, splash in puddles. I don't know, but don't complain about the rain like you know what I mean like we look for things to complain about we
0: look for things to get angry I, I get and now Nate has an important question do you have a favorite meal that relaxes you D- me do I have yeah. a favorite meal, a meal that um, relaxes you that's, that's like, a great question like, um, a, like a great comfort food like when you think about a comfort food that just like brings back nothing but positive good memories what is it
1: I think it varies, but I the first thing that pops in my head was probably it would probably be la- lasagna or like maybe like a Thanksgiving dinner, you know, with the rolls and the stuffing and the turkey and yeah,
0: I like it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with sour beef and dumplings. There you go. Like mom, mom made sour beef and dumplings. Yeah. My mom was the only person I know that made that. That was like a very like potatoes and beef and like if you don't like sour foods, like you can't even fuck with that, man. So,
1: <laughs> You're Irish, right?
0: I, well, Irish and, Irish and Italian, but yeah, my mom okay. but my mom, uh, got this recipe from, I don't even know who the hell she got it from. She told me once, but I mean, we're talking, it had ginger, use ginger snap cookies to make this. Nice. Like, nice. dude, it's like. Like we always had ginger snap cookies in the house. There's that
1: sting, yeah, I like it. Yeah. I like it.
0: Like it's that bite that, oh, heavy, yeah, 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 vin- like straight vinegar, vinegar, yeah. And, and potato like real potato dumplings, like yes. these heavy, dense potato dumplings, in this shit, and you, you're eating this like straight sour soup. Nice, well, <laughs> Nate. When the hell did you have Navajo fried bread tacos? <laughs> you're from Dunwock. When the hell did you have those? I do like a good fish taco though to be yeah, honest with you. Fish taco. So uh, we're we're getting close here man, we're to closing up so the back to the book for a minute. Show the book again. Let everybody see the book so that they nobody misses it and then for those of you that 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 don't see the can't see the book, never underestimate the power of you. It, it's not a uh, self-help book. It is a uh, say it again. It's not self help. It is a it's a help help yourself self book. There you go. Life,
1: life is a DIY project, and this
0: is a DIY book. It's kind mm-hmm. of like
1: blueprints. I laid out a little bit, you know, and 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 I say it in the book. It's a it, you know, everybody's at different levels, you know. What I I think if you're in the beginning stages, this would be a good book for you, and it's meant. It's not meant to, but I think um, it would be most beneficial to like r- go back and reread it at times too, because there's. Um, you know, there's stuff for everyday relatable, you know, people, it's like, if you're human and you live with mental health challenges, or if you just have challenges in your life and you need to kind of restructure things and things aren't working out for you the way you would like, or the way you had hoped, then yeah, you should try some of this stuff, man. It's, you know, it, it's, I use a lot of it and you had mentioned before about like anxiety and running and breathing. There's also, um. I think I talk a little bit of mention it in the book is uh, EFT which is tapping. What is that? It's uh you, there's certain point there's like 10 points I think people do it on like the wrist or hands but you can tap and you tap s- specific uh it's almost like um uh what is it with the needles there?
0: Acupuncture?
1: Yeah, similar to that because it's you're you're tapping certain parts. And I do it and I I, I know it sounds corny but like if i do yeah, it
0: if it works and I, it and I
1: breathe like i literally can feel like stuff like like it's almost like that deep breath letting it out that's what i feel when i do it it works you know and simple like neck rolls and and shoulder rolls just that kind of thing like you don't need to go and 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 do like $500 a week workshops. You know, you can, <laughs> yes. you you can go on YouTube and, and yeah, listen sure. to podcasts. You can watch like you can certain to this talks and yes, yes, yes absolutely. There's a 180,
0: <laughs> 180 some episodes. Listen to them. I want to kind of put a mental picture for you right now. You remember Cliff Claven? Yeah. Yeah. Nate's my Cliff Claven. Okay. <laughs> Nate is my Cliff Clavin. I'm more. <laughs> you're part sack of Jehovah. <laughs> Cliff Clavin. He's my That's Cliff great. Clavin. I love him to death. He's my Cliff Clavin. He's gonna get his ass whooped again in fantasy football. So, um, <laughs> where? So, if I want this book, um, short of the trunk of your car right now, Tim, where am I? Where can I get a copy of this?
1: Uh, you can go to Amazon and get a copy on Amazon delivered. You know, if you have the prime, you can deliver it in two days or whatever, just look up, uh, never underestimate the power of you. Um, if you're local or if you just do not want to shop on Amazon, um, there's a place in Glenville, New York. Scoti, um, Scoti, Glen- Glenville. Yep. Right on Glenville road there. Um, the stages circle, it's kind of like this, uh, metaphysical boutique. They do yoga. They have like, um, Uh, You know, different, you know, if you're into like stones and that kind of thing like that, they have, yeah, they have a little bit of everything there, but uh, good people, um, you know, mom and pop store support that local stuff. And, uh, but they, they have it there.
0: Look, so Nate's over here getting met. Look every year for some fucking reason. And I still think Nick's got the fix in. I get, I, I only get two draft picks in the fantasy football draft. I either get number one, and that's like every third or fourth year where I get number 12. That's <laughs> it. I'm either the first or the last, never any other number. But you know what ends up happening every time, Tim? I finish top three, if not number one. There you and go. So eat shit. <laughs> there, 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 there's some therapy for you.
1: There you go, man. But, you just follow through and you keep going
0: and that's what that's happens. It. So, So getting a hold of the book – uh listening to the show now how often does your show come out every Wednesday we have a new episode you can't do Wednesdays that's my day you gotta have it to find a... that's what this, I thought this, it was today's yeah. Wednesday yeah you can't be doing Wednesdays and, having <laughs> to mine. <laughs> and not... we're both we're both in the five one eight. and we're both in the five... this is a load of bull... Tim what year did you start yours
1: uh probably after yours uh we just hit four years I believe oh, son of a bitch you got ahead of me I'm oh june, really
0: I'm, I'm june of 2020
1: okay okay
0: oh you're ahead of me all right maybe that's I'm right here.
1: because you said one you're at like 180 i think we're at like
0: 220
1: 219 somewhere on
0: there now do you go live with it or is it no or no. release it yep okay yeah. we're yep. we're not professionals <laughs> so, 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 <laughs> to me. you want to talk about stress and anxiety yes if i know do a live show where uh at the beginning, like so I'll do it actually, probably starting tomorrow. I'm not changing to Thursdays, Nate. Wednesday is my day. Um, <laughs> fucking Thursday. That's
1: why that's why I was emailing you like a week ago, like, hey, where's the links? What do I because it's my right. anxiety? Like, I don't right. know what I'm doing. Like, what's gonna happen?
0: You know, I get it. But I will start sending out messages tomorrow to all the guests for September. And you've got like 72 hours to respond to me. Before I've just assumed that you've, you've given up and you're not going to be there. And I am already finding new guests to fill backfill. And I cannot tell you how many times people have been like two weeks out from their show. And they're like, Hey man, sorry about that. I just saw the email. I'm still good. Hey, sorry about that. I've sorry, already. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, what? I'm like, yeah, I've already replaced you. I'll move you out to uh, January. And they're like, bro, I've already waited five months to be on your show. I'm like, should have answered my email. Should should have answered it Sorry and, and I'm I'm that guy Nate always helps me out Nate has gotten me more guests Than I can explain to you Oh cool but, uh, Yeah he's, he's He's like my uh, Part time booker When I need people But, is but he like
1: I, Be- I, Is he like he's, he, he's like the Beetlejuice
0: Yeah Steve Howard Cern <laughs> Absolutely If I need If I need yeah. people I just like I reach out to Nate And Nate's just like they, <laughs> they magically fucking appear The guy's got me So So your show's Every Wednesday You've got four years worth of episodes We've got the book. Uh, any? Do you do any like speaking engagements? Anything else that that's coming up where people might be able to find you or interact with you? I know you got Instagram and Facebook. They're above ground podcast. You also have uh, is it's Timothy Patrick uh, on on. Uh, oh in- yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I'm not really. I mean. I, it's, you're better off going to um, at Above Ground, podcast, Ad above so Ground just, podcast. Yeah. I don't really go online much. I just have it to, to have it. I, um, I think I originally got it a while ago because I actually used to be in a band a long time ago and it was, it was just a band.
0: band. Please tell me it was ska. It was no, sorry. Ska it wasn't. No. Was great. Tim Patrick from a ska band would have been so amazing. <laughs> been, like perfect.
1: Patrick's actually my middle name. Okay, just, it's it's a little incognito, you know what I mean. I can't okay. have everybody
0: just reaching out, going hey, you know, like, I don't I don't need that kind of aggravation in my life. I I understand. And then uh, I saw that you you had you did some pictures with uh, a post recently with one of my favorite people, Gunny Claus.
1: Oh yes, yes, yeah. He was on yeah he was on the uh, podcast. Like uh, oh, you
0: po- you podcasted with Gunny Claus?
1: Yeah, yeah. He was on the episode of like a month ago. I think it was. Yeah, that's
0: a good dude right there. Yeah, he's
1: awesome. Yeah, he does a lot of good too, man. Does yeah. a lot of good,
0: folks. Go check out Gunny Claws. That's another guy. I'll plug him. He didn't even know I was going to plug him. That dude <laughs> goes to every base. He is the face of the new face of Marine Corps Toys for Tots. Yeah, uh, he wears an all red, uh, Marine Corps dress blue uniform, keeps his beard well taken care of, and he's a retired gunny like myself. So go check that dude out. So all the stuff we, we've we talked about, if you had somebody who was, maybe they hear this show and they're on the fence about mental health or, or taking those, those first steps, obviously I think they should buy at least 10 copies of your book. Yes. Read least. each one, mm-hmm. each copy 10 times to figure out how they should take their first steps. But if you were going to tell someone, Hey, here's how you take those first steps into I don't know if I don't know if, what's the right term. Is it recovery? Is it treatment? Is it better? Met? Like, what's the right term to use? But what's the first steps that you would tell someone if they were moving forward that way? Um,
1: I think I would say, you know, kind of pair it with like, I don't know what you would call it, whatever. I think whatever word that suits you is what, what, you, what you can call it. Like, I don't care what you call it, as long as you make the steps and make forward steps relentlessly. Like, the first step is going to be the hardest. So it's just to make that step. Don't even have an expect, get rid of any expectations or anything about it. Just put one foot in front of the other because that's the hardest part,
0: right? Would it's you just taking professional that step. Professional, though? Like, would you say, hey, go see a professional? Or I mean, or if, if it works... Like, I mean, what, what would you recommend? It,
1: I think, unfortunately it's a, it's, it's individualized. If you were up, if you were up to seeing a therapist, absolutely. I would absolutely. Um, the problem with that is there is a short, in my opinion, there's a, sh- a, a shortage of therapists, so it might be a little bit of a wait. So if you're in a, if you're in a predicament, just understand that you're going to have to wait a few weeks and hopefully they accept your insurance and all that other stuff. Um, but yes, definitely talk to a professional. Um, if you don't want to talk to a professional, um, actually, uh, there I do, if you're local, I do peer groups at the Sages Circle in Scotia oh, Glenville. No. Yeah. So anything like that, you know, find a podcast, uh, find, a, a, a positive group on Facebook that you can follow. And that like posts, like motivational stuff and, and inspirational things and educational things, you know, you want to get, you want to get educated on this stuff and become aware. Once you become aware, then you can say, all right, well, this is what I need to kind of do. And this is what I need to look towards. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think initially is just to don't, don't fill your mind with like a lot of just crap. Just take that step, you know, whatever it is for you, whatever that step is, if it's, if it's making a phone call to a therapist, if it's logging on to YouTube and finding a, a Ted talk, if it's uh, just doing a lookup on, uh, you know, anxiety and, and finding out certain, certain things and how, you know, it, how, how it feels in your body and, and how it it affects your, your thoughts and decisions, you know, any of that stuff, just, just learn and be open. I think be willing and, again, just start the process, just start it. And you can pause if you, if you need a pause, just don't give up, you know, take that step, take that step forward. And if you need a break, take a break, but all any progress that you made previous doesn't go away. So you can pick back up right where you left off and just
0: keep moving forward. Look, folks, Go go check out Above Ground Podcast. Go check out Tim's book. It's on Amazon. If you're local here in the Capital Region, you know, you can find it. Um, we'll get Tim's personal home address and you can go <laughs> to his tour and he'll sign, he'll sign it for you. Uh, and, and the other thing is, is if you really are struggling and you're trying to get some help and look, we live in a very modern age. A lot of people I don't think know this. Uh, you can dial 988 now. So that is not no longer, you know, we have the 411 used to be information. 911 used to be emergency. We now, you can dial 988, and that is a 24-hour suicide hotline that I think where a lot of us make our mistake is you don't just have to be suicidal to call those numbers. Yeah. You don't Um, have to
1: be in crisis. You can have, uh, you know, you could be struggling with something or you can just be proactive and call. And if you need to talk to somebody, there's somebody there. Right. Let me, let me just say this really quick about suicidal ideation is there is active and there's passive. So there's two, there's two different kinds. So suicidal ideation as itself, if it's passive, it's kind of a thought comes and thought goes. It's what we place on those thoughts. It's what we put judgments on and say, I shouldn't be feeling this or I'm bad for feeling this. No, don't do that. Just say it's a passive thought. And yes, you want to talk to someone. If it's an active thought, that means you have a plan in place and you are determined or ready, whatever you want to call it. And you know, call 988. Definitely. There's a, uh, um, AFSP you can American Foundation for Suicide Prevention you know there's they they offer stuff I know um NAMI has some um peer classes and 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 groups that meet might be online or something like that there's there is stuff out there there really is
0: and and you could reach out to me I'll put you in contact with somebody worst case scenario reach out to Tim either one of us will put you in in contact absolutely man thank you Sean we, we we have no problem. Look, I might be an asshole most days on here and say silly ass stuff, but I have no problem. I have, I do have a heart. It's kind of like the Grinches sometimes, you know, I get told, but, but it's there. And look, folks, uh, as we get ready to close the bar up, if you're finding me through Tim or Tim through me, I cannot stress to you the value that we put in you going on our social media, like Instagram, like Facebook, and giving us a like, giving us a follow, giving us a share, going on to to our podcast, whether it be on Apple, Spotify, Podbean, I I don't care if it's your grandmother's transistor radio and you got to scratch a check mark in the side of the thing. Wherever you put that at and you give us that positive feedback, that increases Tim's dopamine, my dopamine. It helps keep us <laughs> that's so horrible. But but seriously. It does a lot for us. It really gets this message. You think it's silly, but it gets this message to other people. It's how the algorithms work. It's how the algorithms see us all. Is, it, they only see that you make comments. There are seven of you watching live right now. We got up to nine. The nine of you that were watching, I promise you that the algorithm sees that and goes, hey, we should probably feed this to some other people, even without them knowing that we're going to feed this to them. So that they see it and it gets the message out. It gets Tim's message out. It gets people to understand what we've got going on. If you want to reach out to a to me, it's Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, TikTok, Instagram, every everything. Yes, uh, Nate got a free DVD out of it. Um <laughs> Anything and everything we got going on. It's all the Above the Bar podcast. Reach out. Let us know what you got going on. What you got happening. Now we have. Because I know you've listened, like I said before, to all 180 some episodes, Tim. So, you know, it's about about to come here at the end of every episode, the guest and don't log, And I always say this. Don't log off on me. I have to say that because I've had like two guests early on that, like as soon as I did the close, they just poof, disappeared on me. I was like and I had to like come back so we can talk for a minute. But uh, the guest always gets the final word. So what's the final word for us, Tim? Stay above Alrighty folks Be sure to push your stool in This has been a second front podcast presentation Found on Apple, Spotify And wherever podcasts can be found